going on, my friend? Welcome back to the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast, where we discuss science and science-based tools in everyday life, particularly in neurobiology, exercise physiology, and nutritional sciences. My name is Jessica Wong, and I am a neuroscience student at the University of Southern California. In today's episode, we will be discussing the neuroscience behind why you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's actually a quote that you probably heard of. And there are two reasons why that statement is quite accurate. If you notice that many of your habits, your catchphrases, attitudes, beliefs, and even self-talk have been from the people you spend the most time with, you'll begin to understand that their influence on you has become somewhat part of your blueprint and oftentimes we're not even aware of it. Why is that? The first reason is because we as homo sapiens have evolved through evolution to lead our lives in groups. And the second reason is because of a particular neuron in your brain. Research on mirror neurons are still are still in the early stages because the research is so involved and in cognitive neuroscience. But you don't need a PhD in neuroscience to understand how your behavior mimics those who you spend the most time with. As always, I just want to mention that this podcast is part of my effort to bring zero cost to consumer public education about science as it is unrelated to my roles as a personal trainer and as undergraduate student. So let's talk about the first reason, which is because of nature and evolution. Let's examine from an anatomical perspective, right? Unlike other species such as tigers or lions, We don't have much hair on our bodies to keep us warm. Also, we don't have four legs, which doesn't make us that fast compared to those other four-legged species. And since we are significantly weaker than other primates, that meant that we were bound to live in groups of other fellow homo sapiens in order to survive. Therefore, through evolution, We followed our ancestors who were able to do that, and those genes were passed along generation from generation. Even though we have smartphones and more advanced lifestyles, we have to remember that because we evolved from a primitive species, we continue to follow the pack mentality, which is why humans are dynamically social animals, and the ability to mirror others is neurologically embedded in our brain. And this brings me to the next reason why the pack mentality plays such a significant role. So we have these mirrors in our brain, and these are mirror neurons that act as mirrors. As you already know, neurons are a very powerful way to drive your personality, your behavior, your thoughts, and more, right? When you look at someone when they yawn, you also begin yawning, right? And when someone coughs in the classroom, there is going to be another student coughing within a few seconds. Even so, when a mother is holding her newborn, their hearts will beat synchronously. Mirror neurons allow us to send other people good vibes or bad vibes. In fundamental neurobiology, neuron A and neuron B will fire together when a particular stimulus triggers that firing. Mirror neurons fire when we observe an action performed by someone else, and that will mentally stimulate that same action for ourselves. Because of mirror neurons, research has shown that smiling 
in a sense, is even neurologically contagious. And so are the positive feelings associated with smiling. So, mirror neurons, they were discovered in the 1980s in this monkey experiment. So, motor neurons, right? They will fire when you do something. And researchers found that a monkey's neurons for action were also actively set off by just simply looking at another monkey doing something else. Monkeys literally see and do. There have been a lot of interesting implications about mirror neurons, and researchers are still discovering how this mechanism is applied in humans. It was found that with a direct recording of the individual brain cells in monkeys, that they had these motor cells with mirror-like properties in the premotor regions, primary cortex, and even the parietal lobe. In a recent study in current biology, they found that rats, right, also react to other people's experiences, and particularly pain, where the anterior cingulate cortex becomes active when they observe someone else's pain. This was believed that it was due to mirror neurons in the cingulate cortex when one rat watched another rat suffer. In another study, scientists used fMRI brain imaging to look at areas of the brain that get activated when someone else smiles. Neurologist Dr. Ishigupa confirmed that smiling sparks a chemical change in the brain of dopamine and serotonin release. Scientists found that the standard areas of visual perception lit up, as well as the somato and limbic sensory processing. This was literally the result of receiving someone else ex- express a pleasant facial expression, and that affected common neural bases. Our brain activity fired off in both the physical and emotional states of smiling, which shows that when someone smiles, maybe your mirror neurons stimulate our own state of smiling, right? Have you ever found yourself in that position? This finding suggests that the stimulation in our mind can contribute to empathy and understanding the emotions of others. Psychologist Paul Ekman in the 1980s discovered something when he was studying the faces and and those faces signaled sadness and distress. When he and his colleagues monitored the way their body changed, they found these markers that showed the sad expression had actually changed their autonomic nervous system as if they were actually sad themselves. Right? Superficially, as humans, we are prone to reciprocate what we see around and, and also mirror that internally. And what's interesting is that the reduction of mirror neuron activity may contribute to autism spectrum disorder and those on the spectrum are often unable to appropriately interact socially mirror neurons are the only types of brain cells that will have us code the actions of others and the same type same time of activity our own as they hold a significance to human social experience although we'll never know how it feels to be someone else our mirror neuron system gives us the great fortune to mentally stimulate someone else's actions. So, in 2006, this neuroscientist Marco Accaboni from UCLA published a paper in Nature Neuroscience, which is a well-respected journal for neuroscience. And in that paper, he discussed how mirror neurons, when they have a dysfunction, it links up to autism spectrum disorder. Patients in the autism spectrum typically have a hard time understanding the mental state of other people, which is why social interaction is not very easy for patients with autism. 
Akobani explained how reduced mirror neuron activity does weaken the ability of patients with autism spectrum disorder to experience what others are experiencing in terms of social cues and empathy, which makes social interactions hard for these parts. However, this is all believed to be a bit oversimplified because it's really challenging to interpret mirror neuron activity in humans with fMRI because our nervous system is largely interconnected by many factors. But whether or not mirror neurons are necessary or sufficient cannot be told because there is not enough information that mirror neurons are vital for the human experience. However, this is not to say that the mirror neurons are not fascinating. They're super fascinating, as you already know. The findings in monkey brains are significant because they show us how mirror neurons are not only activated by incoming sensory information, but also by other formulations developed in the brain as a complex, ne complex network, right? So mirror neurons are still at the very early stages of discovery in humans, and the single cell, cell recording that was used in monkeys is way too invasive to be performed in people. However, there is evidence for mirror neurons in the human frontal cortex and also the temporal lobe where the amygdala is, and how brain imaging in humans look very similar to the activity identified in monkeys. There are many types of mirror neurons, and the field is still trying to establish how they compare with monkey versions. Mirror neurons are the only types of cell that will have us code the actions of others at the same time of the activity as they hold a significance to human social experiences. Although we will never know how it feels to be someone else, right? We can still stimulate the, the actions of of our neighbor, our friend, our family member. And one last note that I wanted to leave you with was that you can't always choose who you're surrounded by, right? But you can always limit the exposure to those who you understand that their impact on you is not something that really helps you move the needle forward or help you become closer to the person that you've been working towards. You can work hard at implementing the habits, positive self-talk, attitudes, mindset, and action-taking that will help you become who you need to be. And what that sometimes means is seeking out the community of people who you want to become and learn from while you can also provide unique value. And then you could eventually be the shining light that can positively influence others. And who doesn't want to be that person? Right? It takes effort to change direction if you do see that you are surrounded with the wrong people. And it takes guts to step away from relationships that no longer serve you, and also bravery to say no and create boundaries. If you're someone who is seeking a life of entrepreneurship, mindfulness, and peace, you may need to distance yourself away from those who are kind of against it. This doesn't mean that they're bad people, but it just means that they're a different point of their journey that may not be in the same trajectory to support your journey. If you want to achieve your goals and dreams in an efficient and supportive fashion and live your life to the fullest of what you want it to be, remember, you are the average of the people you surround yourself with. Choose your buddies and input that you allow in your life wisely and you'll be golden. That's all I have for you in my episode today. And I wanted to mention that an important feature of this podcast is that we deep dive into several topics at a time. Therefore, by stopping here, I recognize that there are probably many other questions, so stay tuned every Thursday and Sunday for new released episodes. But other than that, I'm going to leave you with the same message I leave you in every single one of the Heart and Dear Heart and the Brain podcast episodes. Keep that brain sharp, keep that heart healthy, and go dominate.
Thank you so much for your time and attention. And above all, thank you for your interest in science.